Welcome to the Beneath Her Smile podcast. This will be a space for us to connect, learn and grow together through the magic of storytelling. My name is Danny Kelly and I am honoured to invite you into the lives of some inspirational women whose stories will open your heart and inspire you to live your best life possible. episode I'll be chatting with Kim Parry. Kim is a homeopath on the Sunshine Coast and mum to two divine beings. We talk about how Kim has supported our family with homeopathy, how she discovered the power of this alternative medicine and how she then healed her own chronic fatigue symptoms. Kim is a beacon of light and each time I have the pleasure of sitting down with her to talk I am called to up level in my own life. These are the type of people you want to have around you. The ones that make you want to be a better human just by being exactly who they are. Okay, so I've got Kim with me today. I first met Kim at the grade prep um, pick-up and drop-off. Summer was going to school with her son, Mac, and we were kind of drawn to each other because we weren't, we didn't really care to be in in the in group. We would kind of just sit on the outskirts and do our own thing. Um, so have you always been like that? I have indeed. Yes, mm, me too. Yeah. Um, and from there, I think I became pregnant with Luna, and I had a little bit of anxiety around um, the birth coming from the last birth. Um, and that's when Kim told me that she was a homeopath um, and gave me a card. And from there, she was probably one of the biggest supports I had in really doing things differently with my third birth and um, the support with Luna after the birth as well. Um, yeah, you were part of my team and I'm so grateful for that. Um, so, yeah, welcome, Kim. Thank you for having me no and thank you for saying that. That was really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. No, so true. Um, yeah, it was definitely a chat turning point in my life and you were one of those people that came into it at exactly the right time. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. So to start off, I'll just ask you, what is your favourite way to raise your vibration? quickly gave this question a little bit of thought before and I think that I, I don't tend to do things like meditate and do yoga like a lot of other people do. I find myself getting quite impatient with both of that, mm-hmm. both of those things. But um, I tend to feel um, raised vibrations through the Reiki work that I do with other people as well as, um, you know, occasionally going to a spiritual healer. Um, uh, there's a lady in particular that I'm thinking of that I go to, and she can help raise my vibration very, um, very strongly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just on the day-to-day, I suppose it is um, doing things like, you know, no screen time, mm-hmm. um, but also just quiet time, like, just having peace around me really is mm-hmm. how I yeah how I do that yeah because it's hard to 
find that as a mum sometimes, isn't it? Indeed, it yeah. is. Indeed, it can be. And yeah, that was beautiful. Um, what you said about uh, using the Reiki to raise your vibration, because I find that too with childosophy, helping others really, you get as much out of it yourself as um, the person that you're um, with. Yes, absolutely. It's it's a it's a wonderful thing. You know, it's um, you know sometimes when you um, can do healing or helping of other people, you can have a tendency to feel drained, um, and that's you know obviously not the ideal. But when you can find that um, you know that you're getting something from it as well, you know that's a wonderful thing for all parties involved. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, can you tell us a bit about what you do now? Yes, absolutely. So I do homeopathy now. Um, I've been doing it for this is my fourth year out, and um, yeah, there's lots of different um, facets and areas, you know, where I sort of um, like to focus my homeopathy. Mm -hmm. um, I still do a little bit of Reiki, and I'm also doing a little bit of craniosacral. Although um, there's certainly a lot more I could learn there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And what I found, um, I think the first time I realised how amazing the homeopathy was, was um, when Luna got a bit of a cough when she was born and, um, you know, I started to get a little bit stressed and um, you just gave me a remedy and, like, straight away the cough just went away and I was just like, wow, this is amazing. So it's really like an alternative to modern medicine and probably something that's been around longer than that too. Uh, it has indeed, yes. Um, it's been around for about 200 years mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, it's, it's really, you know, I love these stories, like that story where, um, you know, you give a remedy and it's just, you know, almost instant mm -hmm. in its healing. Um, homeopathy is really... Um, really effective and really wonderful yeah. and you know great when seen in babies who you know respond really well to it mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely and obviously we've used it more within our family and um i've noticed such big shifts and things happening um yeah thanks to the support of homeopathy and you as well um so was there something to lead you to this work is there something going on beneath your smile to help you discover this yeah, there is a, there's quite a long story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so really two things happened. Um, the first was I had a cat by the name of Chloe. She was gorgeous and she developed renal failure, which is something that cats don't recover from. You know, it's generally, you know, that's what ends up, um, what they die from. Mm -hmm. And I was living in Wattala at the time and Dr. Henry Stevenson, who was a homeopathic vet, was practicing out of Wattala, although I didn't know he was a homeopathic vet. Mm -hmm. So I took Chloe to see him. Um, he gave her some remedies and um, basically completely reversed the renal failure. Wow. And she um, had another, I think, uh, 12 years after that diagnosis. Wow. Yeah. So she, you know, that was amazing and it always um, stood out in the back of my mind. And then after I had my um, my daughter, my eldest child, I had a bit of chronic fatigue and um, really just there was nothing sort of that the doctors could do. You know, it was one of those broad um, problems that they don't really have any solutions for. And I 
took myself off to a homeopath and in a couple of weeks it was completely gone. Wow. And I was at the time um, looking at what to do in regards to going back to work and it was after the global financial crisis happened and there wasn't much work around. So I thought, well, I'll study um, and what will I study? Mm-hmm. And so because I just recently come out of the, um, the chronic fatigue and had that healing happen with homeopathy, um, I sort of thought, well, maybe I could do homeopathy. I'm really interested in it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that became my love affair with homeopathy. Wow, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's a huge thing, really, because I talk to so many mums that um, are going through something similar, like they feel a certain way and don't know why they feel that way. Um, and I guess to come to it, how did you come to the diagnosis of chronic fatigue? Um, That is a very interesting question. Um, So I guess chronic fatigue really is a bit of a broadly used blanket term Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure that it necessarily, like sometimes it is specific to certain pathogens going on in the body leading to, you know, extreme fatigue and other times I think it can be loosely used to describe symptoms that don't really fit anywhere else Mm -hmm. but my specific symptoms were you know I just had no energy Mm -hmm. I can remember thinking I don't know whether I should get on the floor and play with my daughter because I'm not sure I'll be able to get back up again and I remember just um just struggling with every single thing that I did Mm -hmm. um you know everything was difficult I just felt tired all the time it was sort of like I just felt like heavy really mm-hmm. all the time but um yeah that's sort of what they labeled me with at the doctors okay. I'm fairly sure that they probably would have offered me some medication mm-hmm. that I didn't think was appropriate mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so you were aware of that then that you you would look for an alternative yeah, yeah. absolutely I I don't know at what point I'd sort of turned away from wanting to use medication and, and things like that, but certainly, yeah, yeah. I'll avoid it as yeah. much as possible. There's a time and a place for doctors, yeah. um, but there's also a time and a place for trying other things mm-hmm. that may not have, um, you know, sometimes there can, there can be risks with anything, basically, and, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I'm trying, was trying to minimise. Yes, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and so someone that comes um, for homeopathy, um, are you treating you're treating just the symptoms and the whole person um, rather than giving a diagnosis? Correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we're not in the business of giving a diagnosis at all. That is definitely the place for doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, so when someone does come in, we do look at symptoms and um, yeah, tr- basically treat the symptoms. It's fine if someone has a diagnosis already. We can take that into account, but we would ask for specific symptoms um, and match that to a homeopathic remedy. So um, matching symptoms to remedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really beautiful because. Um, I just love the idea of, you know, being treated as an individual rather than, um, yeah, just kind of giving a diagnosis, same diagnosis, same um, medication for everyone, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's it's very powerful in that regard because mm-hmm. it does mean that, you know, people who may have reactions, um, mm-hmm. you know, generally that can be avoided with homeopathy because you are being so specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and very supported as well. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so what advice would you give to someone um, that's wanting to make changes and is maybe feeling a bit heavy? Um, yeah. um, well, I suppose I would possibly, I mean, obviously I'd say go and see a homeopath <laughs> <laughs> or a natural health provider or, you know, any health care professional, you know, just go and see someone or talk to someone really because sometimes you know you don't even realize that there's something wrong until someone close to you sort of points out mm -hmm. um, that you know perhaps things aren't right and maybe you should see someone and I think that that actually can be one of the biggest problems because especially new mums or you know anyone really but anyone feeling overwhelmed is Sometimes you can be so busy with the day-to-day -day that you forget to look after yourself. Mm. So, yeah, reaching out, I suppose, mm -hmm. would be my first piece of advice, reaching out to anyone, yeah. letting a friend or a family member know that perhaps you're not okay and can they help you yeah. um, or reaching out, just asking people, do they know of anyone who's been through this or that can help, something mm. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and so can you tell us... Um, was there a turning point where you were kind of like enough is enough um, and you decided to change and what you implemented, which I guess was, yeah, going to see a homeopath um, yourself? Well, it's a bit tricky because, um, you know, there are so many variables that really, you know, for me it wasn't one big moment. Um, it was sort of piecing together a lot of my history and realising that things had happened, you know, like certain things had happened that had led to health outcomes that possibly could have been avoided had I gone down the natural health track rather than, you know, the way that I went. Um, and so, yeah, it was sort of... You know, I, I, my, my ex-husband, um, his family was quite into natural health and Cairo and mm -hmm. um, chiropractic and, and things like that. And so I'd sort of been thinking differently um, since I'd been doing that myself anyway. And the kids had both um, done, you know, been to Cairo from, you know, basically newborns. Yeah. Um, and so once you sort of get exposed to one area of natural health, you you know, it, it mushrooms mm -hmm. or blossoms or I, I don't yeah. know, you know, it just opens up all of that um, scope for um, understanding that there is a whole world of natural health out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I guess that's what happened. So it wasn't a big thing, but it was just a gradual sort of understanding that there was a completely alternative way mm -hmm. that was very accessible and very effective mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's right um and it so you obviously had your own support team chiropractor homeopath was there anything else that you um implemented no it was basically just, just those, those two, two. Yeah. yeah and i really um you know obviously people have their own um, you know, their preference of where they like to go in natural health. Um, I love chiro and I love homeopathy, but obviously there are other modalities that um, I love as well. Mm -hmm. um, but those are my two main ones. And I, you know, I say to everyone that it's about um, not only finding 
which um, modality you like and you respond to well, but also finding your practitioner, you know, finding the practitioner within that modality that really suits you and that you have a good rapport with because that's, um, you know, that's really important to have someone who understands you and, um, you know, takes care of your specific needs again. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Um, So the last question I'll ask is if you are currently living your biggest vision or if you have a bigger dream and if you'd like to share that with us? Um, I'm, I, I'm on the, yeah, I'm living, I'm living the dream. I'm definitely living the dream. I love, um, I love what I do at the moment and I, I wouldn't change anything about it. But in regards to my practice, I definitely, um, you know, there is, uh, um, you know, I would really like to help kids with behavioural um, issues and complaints and things like that a lot more. I think there's, it just seems to be a, a growing situation um, with young kids today and I see them struggle, I see their families struggle and I just really, you know, I know that homeopathy can help them mm-hmm. so I would like to be able to help um, these kids and these families as much as possible. So, you know, growing the business probably, um, you know, in regards to that would be my biggest dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. And you obviously are already doing a lot of that, um, which is wonderful and you've, like I said, helped us through a lot of things. Um, and I obviously... Honestly, for my vision, sometimes I think about just having these healthcare um, places that you can go to and uh, talk to someone about your individual needs. And you know, you've got your chiropractor, your homeopath, um, your yoga, things like that, places like that, just for people to come and feel safe and to be able to choose their practitioner and um, their modality that they want to go with, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. And do watch this space, Danny, because I have got something um, brewing in the background that could possibly give you your dream. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds amazing. So, yeah, I guess everyone can watch this space and we'll see what comes from this conversation. Totally. Thank you, Kim, for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you so much for having me, Danny. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. If this story resonated and you'd like to leave a question or a comment, please feel free to do so. We'd love to hear from you. I hope you will join us for the next episode. This has been Beneath Her Smile.